Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another podcast episode of the Artist Coaching Podcast. This time I'm live from Kuala Lumpur where I uh, did a keynote two days ago. Uh, and part of that Wired Music Week were one-on-one sessions. These one-on-one sessions were meant to be uh, like consultancy sessions where you could uh, ask for advice for your career. And I wanted to show you uh, two conversations that I recorded between me and two uh, artists from Malaysia who are aspiring to become a successful DJ and they had some questions which I think were uh, useful to anyone who was starting out there and who was aspiring to become big. So um, that's why I'm posting this podcast episodes. Um, I hope they're useful to you. I think there's some knowledge in there which might be useful to you. Uh, Wired Music Week in Kuala Lumpur was great. I had a great time and uh, fun to meet everyone here, to meet fans actually. It's been a long time for me that I had a trip for business. It's been about four years, but uh, it felt good to be back on track. Uh, The beginning was a little bit rough, but in the end it was all good. So thanks again for having me at Wired Music Week and I hope these one-on-one sessions are useful to you. Enjoy listening to this first one-on-one session. This is the Artist Coaching Podcast. Hey man, Nisha, nice to meet you. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, so I'm I'm a DJ and producer. Yeah. But I'm focusing more on producing, mm-hmm. and I'm doing DJ as like a part-time thing. And like, how how do I like get my music out there? As a producer. Yeah, as a producer. Okay. Um, you actually have to start by building a brand and by putting your music on all platforms. So, how, do you um, already release I have music? like Spotify, YouTube. You already release music on those platforms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how do you put it on YouTube? Um, like by uploading it. And by, uh, do, you, do you create like videos or thumbnails? Uh, or? Like lyric videos. Okay. Yeah. And SoundCloud? Uh, yeah, SoundCloud too. Okay, and do you just put it on the platforms or do you also promote it? Uh, I do promote it, but then like how most do- of my views are all just my friends and families. And how do you promote it right now? Uh, through Instagram. By uh, ads or? Uh, no, no, no. Or just putting it on your profile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a big profile? Uh, it's not really that big. But okay. yeah. Then you should find different ways to promote your music because if it's already on all the platforms, then it's just all about the promotion because you, people need to know that the track is out. If they don't know, they don't know how to find it. So you should find ways to um, create awareness around your track. Uh, that could be uh, searching for third-party Spotify playlists and Spotify pluggers actually and ask them to plug your track into the playlist. You could use SoundCloud for the repost channels and maybe influencers there as well. Uh, YouTube, same story. You can also use influencers or parties like uh, they uh, told today, like the, the yeah the influencers online. So the online labels actually think like the sounds you need, uh, future house music, all those platforms. So you you need to find a way to get a bigger reach outside of your own your own fan base actually. So try to collaborate with different parties, different artists, different platforms, different influencers that are able to support your track. And by that way, you'll gain a bigger audience. Uh, but how, how do I get my music known internationally? Like... By doing that. Because let's say you put your music in uh, a Spotify playlist. Okay. That Spotify playlist, there's like 
let's say a thousand people listen to that playlist, but that's a thousand people from all over the world. It's not just Malaysia, it's also but the Netherlands. How do I get it? Uh, you have to connect with the person who owns the playlist. So you need, you need to find out who's the owner, who's the one curating the playlist, and you need to look them up on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever platform is comfortable to you, and just start connecting with them, start building a network. And as soon as you have a relationship, you're able to ask them to support your music. So it's all about building a network as well. Uh, and what about like uh, gigs? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like okay, uh, for example, local gigs. Like, how do I like uh, approach like a club locally? Yeah. Locally, locally you can just uh, go to the club and ask them, like, can I play here? But you also have to imagine. You also have to think about the fact that you have to add some value to the promoter. Because if he books you, if he pays money for you, he would like to have people inside. So he pays money, so he would like to have something in return, actually. So you have to think about the value that you're able to add for him. If he books you, what does he get? You know, like, does he get 100 people inside his club? Does he get two people? Does he get a thousand people? That's the thing he thinks about. It's all, it's all a money question, actually. So if you're not able uh, to sell tickets, you need to find a different way to sell yourself. You can play for free, for instance, just playing for free a lot. Uh, so you gain experience, so you gain the network, so you gain a following. And yeah. from that moment on, you start building a brand, actually. Yeah, and uh, what about record labels? How do I get signed? Um, by making good music first. Uh, that's, that's like, how do I reach the record? Um, you can do it through a diff few different ways. You can do it like this on these kind of things, like networking events, because now you can talk to different labels. That's one option. Uh, you can also do it online. The same thing as uh, going to that Spotify playlist owner, you can also go to the record label owner, and to the label manager, and to the A&R manager, and just try to build a relationship online. Start. Yeah, start working on that relationship by showing interest, um, giving him some value into whatever. Um, so it's it's on the network events, it's online, and it's by making good music. Because if you make good music and it pops out somewhere, he will keep an eye on you, and he will come to you eventually instead of you coming to him. Oh, okay. So it turns it around. Understand it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Roughly, how long does it take for you to get, like, get out there? It's really personal. That's not a question I can answer because, oh. you know, to me it took five years, but I know people who took one year, took to one month. It's completely uh, depending on how hard you work, how good and smart you work, what kind of things you do, how good your music is. There's so many variables there, so it's not just one answer. You have to do all the things right and you have to plan everything well and make a good network, make good music, have a good brand. All those things have to do well. And for some people it takes a year, some people it takes 10 years, some people it never happens. So that's all up to you. How hard are you willing to work and how, what, what kind of things are you going to do to stand out of the crowd? So basically everything is true how you promote music. You have to imagine that People only know what you tell them. So if you never tell people that you exist and if you never tell people that you make music, they will never know you. So you have to find a way how you can tell the people that you're actually making music and that they, that they can actually listen to it and that they can stream it or download it or whatever. But you have to find a way to promote yourself. 
And one of the best and easiest ways to do that is by working together with third parties. So the YouTube platforms, the Instagram influencers, the Spotify playlist owners, people with a big, with a big reach. Because that's something you don't have. You have the music, you have the talent, but you don't have the reach. So you have to find someone to give you that reach. And those are the third parties. Also, just like, uh, okay, let's say like big artists, right? Yeah. Uh, like producers, do they like mix and master their tracks themselves or does the record label do Sometimes, it's a personal matter as well. Some people like to choose for the fact that they mix it themselves, but master it through a company. Uh, some DJs do it all themselves, some DJs do nothing themselves. Uh, it's completely personal. In my opinion, I would do the mixing myself and mastering by a company because mixing could be personal, you know, like you, yeah, you, you yeah, might yeah. like to have some things harder in the mix than something else and that's yeah. a personal matter. But mastering is just polishing the track. It's just making the sound perfect. It's the last 5% of the track. So I would advise to do mastering with a third party company and the mixing yourself. If you're able to do it, but because it's a completely different world from the creative part of producing, it's a completely different world. But it's an important part. I think that's about it. Okay, man. Hope it was valuable to you. Thanks for the advice. No problem, man. Good luck.